It is so well defined. What we have to do today, we got to go to work. We got to do the right offense. And here we are. It's NFL in London. Uh, Wade and Ryan here. Hey. Uh, yeah, we're. Uh, it's the off season. Uh, it's like that time between Christmas and New Year's where you don't know what to do with yourself. Yeah, because we're like what? We're, we're about two weeks from the first day of the season. So this is like that complete dead period where mm-hmm. there's literally nothing going on and. Um, that basically the only thing you can talk about is what's Tom Brady going to do because there's nothing else going on in the world other than we're all going to die. Well, we are going to die, but we have to figure out where Tom Brady goes first. I am not dying until I know where Brady plays. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about that. Obviously, uh, in the the world of sporting events, and, uh, you know, I know a few people personally who have gotten this coronavirus, um, and it's spreading. And the whole thing is now you sort of look at it and go, how is the effect it's going to have on sports? We know that South by Southwest got canceled. We know that Italy... Um, like the Chargers are asking the fans to stay away from the games. Well, they they canceled their Six Nations match yeah. today, and I even heard in the Premiership that they're basically going to maybe just ban old people from the stadium. Which is <laughs> so basically, people over eighty, if they're going to come, they're going to be like, yeah. "No, you might not be able to come to sporting events." Yeah, which would be hilarious, right? Just like, well, they yeah. do say with that virus, the most susceptible people. Apparently, children are fine, which is good. My daughter's all no, fine. yeah, children are children supposed- are apparently fine, which we need to harvest their organs. Which is good because I'm about to, my wife's about to have a baby, and I was like, of course. There's a pandemic. Yeah, as but, my baby's about to be but born. But mummy, mothers, mummies, m- mummy, uh, mothers have that natural ability. Their baby, they protect. It's like this, you know, defense system. So I think pregnant women, it's like they almost your kid might have a superpower. Your kid <laughs> might have this corona superpower. Um, it wouldn't that be great? So, but now I think the real thing we start looking at it is, you know, obviously when the NFL draft comes, we're going to start releasing what the London games are going to be. Now, the, the extent and duration of how this coronavirus can affect sporting events, obviously we don't know how bad it's going to get yet. Um, but obviously there's going to be some of the playoff games from the other sporting events they're going to have to look to cancel. What kind or of... Or it's the empty stadium games, which is hilarious. I love yeah. that NBA is talking now. Um, empty arenas. And then it's yeah. the old proverb, Wade. Um, if uh, two teams play each other and no one's there to see it, did they really play? Did they really... Well, television, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll be so weird watching it. Like, just literally just hearing the... All yeah, you would hear squeak. is the, the squeak of the shoes. Yeah. It'll probably be really unnerving, to be honest with you. There'll be no music playing. Yeah. Just hit a three-pointer to win the game. Just silence. It's going to be... Actually, I'm kind of intrigued to watch it, but... Um, it's just going to be weird. Well, I think it also adds, there's a few of those new little sports apps that you can actually be your own sportscaster. I can't remember one of them, but now uh, there's this app basically allows you to watch the game and then sportscast. The someone else, you can watch someone else do the You the can watch someone play. else do it or yeah, else you yeah, can do yeah, the play-by-play. Yeah. Play. So I think this, those things kind of thing could really pick up. For me, you just want basically just for people who want people to swear during the yeah. play by play, you motherfucker, yeah, just yeah. losing just their mind, losing like, their rag on yeah, stuff. instead of like controlled chaos. Well, I think it's for a lot of the new influencers and stuff like that. For a lot of people, obviously, you know, a lot of us think that we can be able to host things, and then until you're actually watching the game. Realizing you're three beers deep and you're just saying nothing but hate. <laughs> you're you just, know? yeah, you're like, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, hey, you that, know what yeah. the problem with these people I did the I did the drunk Lamar Lamar Jackson's overrated. And then literally the next three games he put up like 20 touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, look, I think that this is obviously the NFL and a lot of the sporting agents, people are getting nervous. Baseball, obviously, is going to be a big thing. Is baseball, predominantly old people. I mean, look at Florida. Florida is ready yeah. to die. Um, but... Um, so you start looking at when the NFL finally gets here. I mean, we have till September. Obviously, when flu season goes through the summer, a lot of cases drop away because people are outdoors. You know, our immune systems start picking up with all the sunshine. 
Um, so, I mean, obviously, I think it's too far in advance for the NFL and the NFL UK no, to really think about anything. They, they'll have a good idea by the time September hits, because based on what's going to happen with the Olympics and uh, the Euros, if yeah. they, they go far. I just don't want anything to get canceled because I love summer's tournaments. Like I love well, the this Euros. Is the biggest, this is the biggest year of sport. I mean, you look at it, you've got the Euros and the Olympics in the same year. You've got the Olympics in Japan, <coughs> unfortunately. But Japan's going to do it. I think if anyone could get rid yeah. of it, I'd put all my money on Japan. I would, yeah, I, I, would, I would put it... If any, like, America, no chance. Britain, absolutely no. not. But Japan, who, like, will protest and then clean up the streets after themselves. Yes. Like, they, they uh, I think Just Japan, go to Glastonbury to see the difference. I of, think, you know, Japan is really preparing for it. They obviously don't want to lose this. You know, obviously, the, the, the overshadowing, they've woken up Fukushima again. Um, so, it's, you know, you're, you're going to want these sporting agencies who want to be able to put on something. You want to, you know, not have to cancel these kind of things, as you say. They will have to do it without people. I mean, the Euros would go ahead, but without any fans there, that's going to really suck. Um, interesting enough, though, too, if you want cheap flights, a lot of the airlines have to fly empty planes now. Yeah, uh, Because right? they don't, they, they'll lose their spots at the airports. This is a time to, to travel. Sure, it's I the guess, perfect time right? to travel. Hotels are cheap. Airlines are cheap. No, I never thought about it that way. It's uh, a perfect time. If you don't mind, look, it's, you know, if you don't mind, or just get the coronavirus and then travel, and then you're immune. So yeah. you just go around the world and go, woohoo! I've had it. I'm safe. Like chicken pox, you know. Yeah. I'll never get it again. It's like Will Smith and I Am Legend. You know, you're just you're just gonna be there traveling with your dog, fighting off all the zombies until you have to kill it. Oh my god, <laughs> such a tragic movie. I watched that again. So NFL, um, we don't know what's gonna happen in these kind of things. Uh, obviously, we're all gonna pay attention to it. Um, and, and you know, luckily the NFL, I think, is protected enough that we're waiting for the fall. Obviously, Europe is you know might get hit harder than America. Who knows? Right now, the cases just keep uh, jumping up. Um, and obviously there's a few people that we kind of hope, I mean, Mitch Trubisky, have you been to China? Uh, <laughs> people, yeah, yeah, people just keep coughing on Mick, Mitch Trubisky's doorknob. Oh, I'm sure. his house. That's uh, the big thing people are doing also in Japan, licking things. Uh, gross. <laughs> um, so that's going to be an interesting thing. Uh, the draft will be coming up. Uh, I don't know what they'll do. I think it's in Nashville this year. What they're going to do with no, that. No, it's in Vegas. Oh, it's Vegas. That's it's right. It's Vegas. on the island. They've got the island. Yeah, they're they're gonna, it's actually a really cool thing. Yeah. They're going to basically take boats out to the, the uh, what is it? The, what's the? It's Bellagio. Bellagio. The Bellagio. Bellagio Hotel. With the yeah. big uh, fountain. It's really cool. It's a really yeah. cool idea. I, I think it's going to be hilarious. Number one, if anyone falls in the in the water, yeah. it'll be great. A player does it. But uh, there's also going to be, will there be any technical difficulties, guy getting stranded halfway? Oh, Hilarious. Yeah. There's so many great follies well, that could happen like with this There's somebody falling in. But the whole thing, like, what a party on the strip that would be, right? Oh, like, God, you yeah. saw what it was in Tennessee, I think, yeah. last year, and it looked incredible. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited for the draft. I want to know if someone's actually going to jump into the water. Like, if someone, because they'll probably tell them, whatever you do, when you get signed, don't jump into the water. Because I would... You know, it's gonna. I would jump right into the water. So speaking of the drafts, yes, uh, we're gonna talk about because one thing I'm really interested in is the whole number two pick now. Yeah. Because like everyone's pretty much penciled in Chase Young because Chase Young's that defensive stud. Yeah. Uh, but the the thing is in the NFL, it's like yes, you, how many of those defensive studs, like the number one overall pick, the clownies, the thing, how many of them actually like those defensive ends win Super Bowls or win you the game or even show up in the big game? Like it's yeah. a quarterback driven league, and I think if Washington, if you're Ron Rivera, who's coming in. Um, new new staff. He didn't draft Damian Haskins. No. This is Josh Rosen all over again. Yeah. Right? They didn't draft J Haskins. And he's got a chance, number two, to get Tua. And you saw what's happened to Washington. You know, they got yeah. they got RG3. And then they kind of he got injured and it just all fell apart. They thought they had their quarterback. So if you're Washington and Tua's fully healthy and has a great um, 
warm uh, workout yeah. in the next couple of months. If you're the Skins, what, what do you do? Well, I mean, it's obviously there's a lot of people that are going to be interested in it. There's a lot of people looking for quarterbacks. And, you know, there was also that thought is, uh, you know, you go to the guy from Clemson, do you tank this year and wait till next year? Do you go but, like a Miami? But that's what everyone did. Miami didn't tank. They got, no, they they got came the back and, and yeah. So there is no tanking in the NFL. It doesn't work that way. Like, no. Because these guys have prides. These coaches got to keep their job. These players are fighting for their lives. Yeah. Like, so to think that they're just going to lay it back and tank, it just doesn't work that way. So you can try it. You can try, but as you say, the ego doesn't happen. And, and you have someone like a, a Ryan Fitzpatrick who's like, we ain't tanking, we're winning this. So like something like Miami, if who's got number five, they got three first-round picks. If they really want Tua, they're going to they're gonna have to go to two. Yeah. I think they're going to have to go to two. And Well, it's also interesting, you know. You, which like, is huge for Detroit because then Detroit could get Chase Young at three, yeah. maybe the best pick, and they can just sit back. Detroit, to me, is in the best situation the whole draft. Well, Detroit is, and you know, especially with all the drama, you got Matt Stafford. I mean, obviously they're committing to him. Matt Stafford, as I said, I've never, I've never hidden the fact that I'm genuinely impressed with this guy. Oh, he's Thought awesome. He could be on a different team. The other interesting thing too, when you start looking at it too, is the, is the situation of Cincinnati. So Cincinnati, obviously, with you know, you're looking at who who they're going to take if it's going to be Burrow. Um, Andy Dalton is out of a contract, so you know, the, I know the Bears were sniffing around him, but. You don't. You just have to wait till they cut him. You know. You don't. You yeah, don't have to trade for anyone. You just have to wait till he's cut and say, "Yeah, okay, we'll take a look at this." What is he? Thirty-six or something like that? No, no, I don't think he's even that old. He's probably no. got to be about 33, 32, 33. Yes, yeah. his numbers weren't. I think Cincinnati is an interesting team next year. I think they're gonna um, franchise tag AJ Green. They're gonna bring yeah. him back. And if you think about, it, like, you look at their team. They got AJ Green, Tyler Boyd. If Eifert still plays well, then Joe Mixon, their last year's number one pick was a left tackle, missed the whole entire season. So they're going to have him coming in. They got another top. They got Joe Burrow. This could actually be a quick the turnaround. The Cleveland like, Browns. They pick a couple. Yeah, but Cleveland did not make it work. The real question is, number one, is is their coach um, up, to, up to the task? Because, again, he's a big. he was just one of those Sean... Uh, McVay disciples yeah. who now everyone's jumped off the Sean McVay bandwagon that is this guy good enough and I don't I don't disagree with or I, I don't agree with this whole Cincinnati isn't trying to win thing that yeah. people keep throwing because Cincinnati made the playoffs like seven years in ten they like did. that one time yeah they didn't win a playoff game no. they lost they had many <laughs> chances you know Andy Dong got injured before one of the yeah. games like so to say that this team has no dedicated to winning, they made the playoffs more times than any most lot of other teams who were supposedly committed to winning. So they, I don't they, buy they that narrative. Very, I think that's media-driven yeah. bullshit to try and force Joe, Joe Burrow to not play for them because the media wants him in L.A. or some well, I'm bullshit sure they, the media, story. The like media is paid for by other teams. So the they're just going so all this like Joe Burrow's down. from Ohio. He's gonna play there. He's gonna have AJ Green. They're gonna have a high second round pick. Get another player. They're gonna be fine. Like I'm, I'm excited to watch Cincinnati next year, and I don't buy this. Uh, well, it's gonna be interesting for the state of Ohio because there was so much pressure on that last year in terms of Cleveland. You know, the really thing that really underdid uh, them was injuries. They just they, they were punished by more injuries. Mm. They were pulling in people to play positions who didn't play yeah. that position. So, and then they benched Andy Dalton for a far inferior quarterback. Yes. Uh, and they, I think if you're going to tank, that's the only way you do it, right? Yeah. If Miami wanted to tank, they should have played Josh Rosen yeah. instead, of instead of Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. So you're going to have Fitz back there. Yeah, so I, I, think, um, I think Cincinnati tanked, but they did it the right way. Now they're going to get Joe Burrow, and I'm excited to see him. Speaking of tanking, uh, let's talk about the Jaguars. We're talking about the Jaguars' defense. A.J. Bowie, Bowie, 
Booyah. Um, Booyah. Uh, so he gets traded for a fourth-round pick, which is a pretty good deal considering how, you know, his caliber. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and, it, uh, you know, obviously Denver has a lot of free space and a lot of money um, to be able to, to pay for that. Under Fangio now, you've got a Denver defense who looked pretty good last year, who kept themselves in the game. Now you've got Again, him. but they suffered injury. They lost Bradley Chubb. They're going to get him back. He was they awesome. They did. So, you know, um, and I think this, this just speaks to what's going on in Jacksonville. I, the, the whole franchise is in disarray. And, and for a couple of reasons, it couldn't make me happier to watch Doug Marone <laughs> do this. Because Doug Marone is one of the most overrated coaches who, who quit on the Buffalo Bills. Just quit. Just said, I quit. And then he's basically gone in with Tom Coughlin, these old fossils, go in and just try and make it like a military camp with these 20-year-old millennials. Just all of them hate it. Yeah. Leonard Fournette uh, in Gogway has already said, I'm done with you yeah. guys. They traded Jalen Ramsey. Bouye. They're putting two games in London. There's a big yeah. F you to the crowd. As far as I'm concerned, why would anyone would go to Jacksonville? They don't have a quarterback disaster right now. Like, what did they do with Nick Foles? Yeah. It's almost untradeable with that contract. Oh, yeah. So it's like, I think Jacksonville is either, it's like, they're either going all out for London but, like, I don't understand what their plan is now. Like, they've completely... They had one of the these all-time defenses about three yeah. years ago. And they still have Josh Allen. They get rid of Marcel Darius. Like, they still have all these good players. And they're, they're just falling apart at the seams. And it's because of bad coaching and just bad... Sean Khan, what do you want? Like, you can't just insult your fans like that and bring two games to London and expect people to just show up all the time. Yeah, it looks like it's a little bit all over the place, you know, because there is that commitment. We know that it's very difficult to even try to bring a team here. And the more you do that, you know, obviously Europe likes it, the press likes the fact that we've got the games here. But you talk about those home fans, anyone who's been around the Jacksonville area... No, is it's not the most economically vibrant area. Yeah. So, you know, it's is it just the money or is it the people? Because I, I imagine people like Jag fans who can afford it coming to London to watch a Jags fan is probably great because they they get to go to London, got to check it out. But you have to understand that most fans don't have the money to be able to. They don't. I mean, it's Florida's largest city. It's bigger than Miami. And and when you actually look at it, the sort of area around it, it's not very economically vibrant. It's the north part of Florida. No, exactly. There's not a lot of jobs going on. So as we know with blackouts, if people can't, if fans can't afford, well, they got rid of that rule. Yeah, thankfully, because that was one of the worst rules. That was one of the worst rules. But the, the the fact remains that not a lot of people are going to these games. So obviously, you've got to make money off of your home games. That's what they're trying to do off these London games. Um, but it it is sort of giving these mixed messages, going, okay, where is the team going to go? And are we investing in the team? Because the whole thing before, as you said, in 2017, you have this great defense. All we need is a quarterback. And they went we to the AFC the Championship. Yeah. It's not like they were they were leading the Patriots in the fourth quarter yeah. with Blake Bortles. Like, and they've gone from that to God knows. Like, they got a couple of good pieces. Gardner Minshew would be interesting yeah. if they go with him next year. D, uh, DJ Chark was really good. You know, Leonard Fournette is just, is he motivated? Like, again, this is a guy they took fourth overall when they were quarterbacks on the board. And yeah. Again, like, that's why this, do you take a running back high is is a question. Like, you have Zeke. And speaking of, we have Austin Eckler, yeah. right? Austin Who Eckler just, just signed a four-year deal. Four-year deal. obviously showing now that they commit to him more than Melvin Gordon. Which yeah. And Melvin I think, Gordon is, is glass man as far as I've been looking at him. Well, it's not even so much that. It's just that he didn't help himself by, again, doing that thing with Le'Veon Bell did. I'm to sit out and then when I came back I was at a, it took me about six games to get back in shape and by that time it was too late for the Chargers yeah. so if you're a Chargers it's like there's this distrust between both of them it's like they might feel like well you screwed us by holding out and they yeah. he thinks I'm, and he's not going to get 
anything near the money he thought he was going to nope. get by doing this power move. And like all these running backs are hurting other running backs. And now guys like Austin Eckler are just like, you know what, I'll take the yeah, money. Yeah, I'll do the work. Kick that guy out of town. And and show guys like the Le'Veon Bells going, you know what, you're going to hold out, you're going to hold out for all this like money guys like Kenny, and say they think they're the best. Like and then, Kenyon Drake, it thinks yeah. he's going to get $10 million a year. It's just like people aren't going to pay running backs $10 million a year now. Like it's just, yeah. it's, it's funny considering how much volume and how much the work they do and how short their lifespan is, they're so disrespected yeah. because there's so many good ones you can just put in. And you look at, you know, the running, obviously, uh, the number one running offense last year, the Baltimore Ravens, second, uh, New England, or sorry, uh, San Francisco 49ers. You got Mostert, who, not a huge contract. Uh, Matt Breda, who's been around, you know, more teams than... Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? It's having a good offensive line, yeah. block, and uh, you feel bad for running backs because... It, it it's it'll handcuff you like you can't do anything if you're you want the money but people are just like I'll just draft a guy in the fourth round and there was a, it's not like the days of the old Jim Brown you yeah, know exactly. Emmett Smith running backs where guys could just bust and go through those you know the teams are it's bigger a the guys game, are player it's a it's, it's a, a passing more game. <clears throat> finesse game you're not gonna have those uh, yeah holes. because back in the day when people <laughs> throw for three thousand yards that was a good season and yeah. nowadays three thousand is like minimum. Yeah. Uh, if you have 3,000 yards, you're like, ugh, all right, 4,000 is now yeah. the new 3,000. Well, adding extra games, uh, that also helps. I mean, the CBA is going to be an interesting thing, too, because in you know, the collective bargaining going up to 17 games, uh, allowing marijuana, uh, yeah. which I think everyone is, is you know, behind. Um, but, you know, obviously I said before that adding the, the one thing about the CBA, they've said is if they add the extra game that they don't want international travel, which means it's going to affect the international games. Um, I don't think this... I don't know. Is the 17th game going to come in? It's really... It's stupid. Because the NFLPA basically says, if you add an extra game, uh, then we don't want to have to travel, and it's obviously put a lot of onus on But they're on not going to get rid of the London games. I can't imagine they'll do that. They'll, they'll abandon the London games. I can't imagine... Maybe not four. Maybe not four. Maybe they only do it to two. Uh, maybe I don't know what the cost maybe, of it, I don't know. the benefit. You know, obviously the the next. So they've spent so many years trying to build it as a, as a global sport yes. to then abandon it now feels like I just can't imagine the owners would do that. Well, I mean, some of the owners obviously there's cost that goes with it. As long as the NFL is willing to cover a lot of the costs because they do lose money on it. You know, the, obviously the next option is going to be Germany, where there's a, a a bigger fan base for NFL fans. So you wonder, you know, obviously the next little bit if NFL goes okay, well actually we want to do one in Berlin, one in London. Start spreading it around a bit. You know, you've got all the other English teams starting to look at expanding their stadiums for NFL games. Um, maybe trying to attract the league. Uh, but you know, it's going to be interesting for the international appeal and for the game. If they, you know, how that's going to affect it. Uh, the CBA, obviously, because now everyone's wondering to see what's going to happen with that. Who's going to vote yes? I and, think it'll pass. I think I it'll think, pass yeah, probably. Uh, because apparently it's supposed to be really good for. Uh, Young young players and like and maybe it's not as great for the rich guys, but the the the, the players who make minimum wage are going to get a big boost. Yeah, uh, they're going to have better job security. Like there's going to be a lot of things for it for the younger people, and I think that's their plan in getting it passed. Because you know if you're like a guy who's a special teams guy who knows he's never going to be a star, not going to get that big deal. You want as much money yeah. right away as you can get. So I think that's why it's going to pass, and it's good because no one wants a strike. Like no, it's all. It's not it's too much money on the line, so there's no way they're going to strike. <clears throat> Especially when they were struggling, you know, with the TV audiences, with the millennial audiences. Uh, you know, these are the, the ratings have been dropping, so obviously you want to start you know, trying to find and keep the league going because any you know anytime you take a break now, um, it, it kills kills the sport. Just like baseball went through, and oh, you know after that baseball strike, it's recover. it's still trying to recover. And now you know with the Astros situation, 
Uh, and that's going to be interesting for sport as well, when someone, you know, has aggressively cheated like that. <laughs> Speaking of aggressively cheating, um, Dak Prescott, $105 million. Uh, they're talking about big contract. Uh, is Dak worth $105 now, million? Now, for the Cowboys, it's hard to maybe. say, right? Like, because it's like, is what is is what the market dictates. Like you can say, is he worth it? Probably not. But again, like the cap just keeps going up so much, though. So for paying a quarterback isn't as debilitating as it was a couple of years ago, where because it keeps going up and there's more money and there's more. But again, the Cowboys have paid uh, Demarcus uh, Lawrence, Lawrence like twenty yeah. something million. Then they made Zeke the highest paid running back. Amari Cooper wants to be the highest paid receiver. Dak wants to be the highest paid quarterback. You can't, no, you can't as an owner, him. like Jerry Johnson's like, I'm best friends with Jerry all Jones, my players. Yeah. 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 And it's just like, you can't make everyone on your team the highest paid player. Yeah. You just gave uh, Jalen Smith another contract, made him a big money. You, yeah. You're going to lose corners. You have no corners in Dallas, no secondary. So it's like, yeah, I am all for Jerry Jones tag destroying the Cowboys by doing this. So if Jerry Jones wants to give him $40 million, go ahead. Um, yeah, he's sort of, I mean, he's, I love the guy. Met him before, but his brain, you know, he's, I get, he's getting just, old. I don't know what's happening with him. I just the decision-making process. Dak, I don't think Dak's worth 40 I would not give him 40 He's not worth more than Russell Wilson. I wouldn't pay no. him more than Russell Wilson. I know there's, yeah, he signed that a couple years ago, but there needs to be this sort of, sort of kind of, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like like an actor, like right? Like you wouldn't Brad Pitt just because you're coming up, you wouldn't make more money on a movie for Brad Pitt just because it's your turn. Yeah, he's still better than you. Yeah, no. So exactly. he's still gonna make more money. So for this idea that it's your turn, so you're just guaranteed to be the highest yeah. place just because that that doesn't make sense to that me. Level that level of expectation. That, yeah, that just be. Like, it used to be like how it was a big problem. When the number one draft pick used to become the highest paid player in the NFL yeah. without even playing a snap. Yeah, exactly. He'd be like, number one pick, instantly money. highest yeah. paid player in the NFL. Yeah. And he'd be like, wait a minute, this guy didn't even play one down. Yeah. He's the highest paid player in the NFL. So that's the way it feels. And I feel like there needs to be some sort of, all right, Dak, we'll give you this. But let's not kid ourselves. You know Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You know the, uh, this. You, you put up some okay numbers, but I mean, you look at Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston put up some good numbers, but also put up some horrible you know who else? interceptions. Yeah, listen, Dak's been good, and Dak's is produced, and I think if Dak hit the open market, he'd make more than what Dallas is willing to give him. So I think what they're going to do is they're just going to franchise him. Yeah. They have that power franchise him. That's about 30-something, and they're going to give him one more year, see what he does. If they don't make the playoffs again... Yeah. Then I think they move. They'll probably say no. Yeah, I mean it's going to be very difficult, as you say, because he's got. They so have, he's one hundred percent getting franchised. Like I, I mean, don't think they're giving him a contract. There's no excuse. I think particularly in that division, how woeful it is when you've got teams that are basically making the playoffs with a record that wouldn't even get them anywhere yeah. in any and, other division. Uh, and then you also have to worry because you got Washington, who might imagine they get Tua. Like yeah. they're going to have. They're going to have one of the best defensive lines. you got the Giants who, Daniel Jones' second year, they get a bit of protection. they got a bit of weapons. So yep. they're going to get better. And Philly, a couple of receivers, and they're better. And that's what I mean. They, this division. There were some be, big injuries in that division. So it's, gonna, you know, it's a very competitive one. It used to be one of the most competitive and exciting to watch. Uh, but now, um, with all of these things going on, it's going to be interesting to see what Dallas can do. And as you say, with all the money they're spending, uh, because those guys are not cheap. And you start hitting your cap and, as you say, going, oh, we don't have a kicker or we don't have this. Um, <laughs> Taysom Hill. Now they're looking at him. So they're looking at protecting him as a sort of first-round tender. Yeah. Which basically means you hold on to him uh, unless, unless somebody wants a first-round pick. 
Which uh, I don't think anyone's going to no, do. No, I don't think anyone's going to get my first-round pick. That's why it's a... It's not a bad deal. I mean, and obviously good for him. You've got Drew Brees going there. Uh, you know, it's going to be... It's going to be one of those things that he's got to be saying, his agent's got to be saying, okay, how are you going to use me this year? What's the plan? Well, I think he's going to be used a lot more this year. I think you're going to see... Um, this is a big opportunity for him. You know, I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to be gone, so he's yeah. going to be the number two. So if something happens to Drew Brees, Taysom Hill will get the chance. I think Taysom Hill is buying into his own hype a lot. It's like, yes, he's been fun and he's a little gadget, but when you're the man, that's a big difference. No, it's a lot of And I think Taysom Hill, for a guy who, who's done a lot of fun, cool things, and he's great to watch, don't forget, like, there's nothing wrong with being this incredible little gadget guy. And you just got to do it for another year. Drew Brees isn't going to play forever. Yeah. So I think he's going to get more. But I need to see him throw more. Yeah. Like, it's all fine and good if you can run it and make a couple catches and stuff. But if you're going to be Drew Brees with Michael Thomas, you got to pick part defenses. And I need to see that before I'm going to say Taysom Hill is my quarterback. Well, it's the onus of having a game on your shoulders instead of just having a couple plays. Or having... He's never know, even started a, a game. game. So, you know, when, when Brees went down and, and Bridgewater was able to shoulder that, was able to put it, you know, together a few wins and keep their season alive... Uh, you know, but he, at the end of it came down to, you know, the, the collapse of New Orleans, how they were up and down last year. Um, even the year before, you'd have these great games where they're destroying everyone, and then suddenly they can't win they against the Falcons. Yeah. Well, that, that's what they do. The Saints have done this for years. It's their MO. Mm-hmm. They get into the big game, and then they blow it somehow. Either it's like a Drew Brees turnover, uh, like that fumble he did at the end, and then yeah. even the year before, when they lost that game, even though everyone talked about the pass interference, but Drew Brees turned it over in overtime. They still had the chance to win that game. Yeah. And Drew Brees threw an interception. So... Yeah, no, it's a choking of the breeze. I, I think they're going to keep him this year, make him real real more involved, maybe even a bit more like 60-40. Like, you yeah. might come in, pass it a bit more, give Drew Brees a break. Uh, it's a nice little thing to have. How many teams have this option to be able to mess around? Yeah, no, it should be something, and obviously they've got to use it to the, really to their advantage last year. You know, because when you look at Lamar Jackson, as soon as the guy steps up, you're scared. Because you're like, what is he going to do? He's going to run it, he's going to chuck it, exactly. he can do both. Um, and I think New Orleans needs to have that double threat going, what are they going to do here? It's almost like when people started employing the Wildcat, uh, taking it from college, and a lot of teams who just didn't have the, the, the depth of quarterback, which is used as a play to get some extra yards. So I think they've got to use him, Taysom Hill, in that regard. Uh, we'll talk also uh, Trent Williams. Uh, lots of teams will be lining up. Who's going to be the most likely to grab this guy? Ooh, maybe like Cleveland. I could see Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland really needs... Offensive line help. Like, yeah. like Baker Mayfield got destroyed last year. You consider even though like Chubb had such a good year running, but Baker, if if you're going with Baker, then you gotta protect him. Because yeah. right now you got rid of Freddie Kitchens, that was a good thing. So but we'll, we'll see. But without protection, there's no way he's gonna last. Like he's gonna get killed out there. The fans, people are already turning on him in, yeah. in in Cleveland. Like they bought into the hype, and then last year he came back with an attitude. He looked almost out of shape, like he was and he gave yeah. weight to try and protect himself, but it made him slow. He was th- literally a turnover machine last year. So what you got to do is it's all about protection. A guy like that who's got great accuracy, but he only has great accuracy when he's not throwing off his back foot yeah. like he was doing half the time last year. So I think if I'm Cleveland, I go hard to get Trent Williams. Well, they're going to you know, obviously have to spend some money on it. You know, there's also talk maybe the Patriots could use someone to uh, give T- TB12 a little protection. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a, a lot of teams that could use that sort of offensive. You know, obviously going to come at a big cost uh, when you start looking at well, it. Well, yeah, like guy like that, 30, even though he's 31, didn't play last year, coming off a bunch of injuries. But, you know, you're looking at a minimum probably like second round. No, I, I, 
maybe even a first, like late first. So Patriots, if they did it, might would have to probably have to trade their first. Because, yeah. you know, left tackle, especially nowadays, offensive linemen are so hard to come by, especially franchise ones. Yeah. So to get a left tackle like that, you're going to have to give up something. Considering Tunsil got two number ones for him, yeah. and now Houston might not even sign him. So it's like you gave up two number ones. Yeah. Classic Bill O'Brien here. Let's keep promoting him. And they still keep they still keep marching on to Houston. They still uh, are able to make it to the playoffs, even though Bill O'Brien, despite him. Yeah, yeah. the big thing also, they talk about Patrick Mahomes, but uh, Tony Romo will make more than him this year. Yeah, that's fine. Um, <laughs> now, what they're actually talking about now, which I don't understand, because I, you know what, I, I like Peyton Manning as a quarterback. I think he's a bit mush mouth when I hear him speak. You got a uh, mouthful of like Scrabble tiles, you know. I think they're just going on his big ass brain, you know, yeah. because he'll be able to. What they want is someone who can dissect what's going to happen well, the they way Romo does. They want it, but I've never I, I've never gotten that impression to me. It's like... Oh, I think Manning will be really good. Manning's think, all right, but they want to pair him with Aaron, Al Michaels, who's turning 112 this yeah, year. Yeah, um, but, you know, Manning's head is part encephalitis, part helmet hits than it is knowledge. Um, so I don't know if he actually has that sort of decorum that Romo has, but to try to make him... You know, ESPN's going out on a limb here because ESPN wants to bring these guys in. The big power couple. Apparently, Booger McFarland... Uh, didn't do well. Last year. <laughs> Everyone hates Booger. Everyone really, because Booger, hey, that's a touchdown. That's worth six points. Thanks, oh, yeah, thanks, he's Booger. telling him to spike it on fourth down. Yeah. Uh... He was so, I mean, it's going to be interesting when you offer that kind of money. And obviously, you know, with the Monday Night Football, they want to have something that they can sort of say, this is our signature. You know, Monday Night Football has been struggling a lot of the ratings, too. I mean, for us, obviously, in, in Europe, it's, it's, uh, not, it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't play until one in the morning. So that makes it very difficult. Uh, last, we'll talk on uh, Tom Brady, um, the Tom Brady lottery. I don't know, you know, there's all these rumors coming out. Oh, him and Bill Bill Belichick didn't have a good conversation. Or, oh, he was First of all, does anyone have a good conversation uh, with Bill Belichick? No. Has, everyone, has anyone been like, oh, man, me and Bill yeah. just talked. We laughed. We so rolled. Yeah. funny. You know, he probably is quite funny, uh, but in his own yeah. horrible I'm life. sure if you met him, you didn't talk football, and you're just, like, talking dogs or talking boats, which I guess he's into, dogs and boats. Lacrosse or... Uh, yeah, something. Uh, but uh, Well, or, there's talks that is Tom Brady and Antonio Brown going to be a package deal. I think, I think uh, that Tom... I, I think that's a mental health thing. I think Tom knows... Because, first of all, it, uh, if any team's like, yeah, okay, we'll take Antonio Brown. First of all, is Antonio Brown going to take a league minimum? No. no. Is Antonio Brown going to be suspended probably for the year? Probably. Yeah. At least six games, four to six games, if this investigation ever ends. And then you got this crazy person on your team. And unless Tom Brady can say, I'll take care of him all year, why No, you? you don't want a babysit, especially when you're like in, in the swan song of your final years in the NFL. So, I mean, I don't see... I, mean, I think he's still going to go back to the Patriots. I think the AB thing is a mental health thing. I don't think AB will go back to the Patriots. I don't he, think AB will come back to the NFL. No. Just like Des Bryant. I don't think Des Bryant will No, AB will. He's too talented. People are just stupid. And especially, like, I think if Tom Brady went to somewhere um, like Tennessee, you could see him trying to bring AB. I don't think AB will go back to the Patriots because he called mm-hmm. out... Um, Robert Kraft and yeah. his uh, sauna thing. Yeah. So it's like, you don't talk about yeah, the owner. But the then again, pick. Robert Kraft's probably the kind of sleazy guy that would be like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. I feel like going to rub a tongue now. Yeah, do so you fuck my wife? Sure, he can be my quarterback. Yeah. As long as we win, that's all that matters. I don't care. Money, money, money. Here's so. some here's some free razor blades. Work on your mental health. All right, well, that's it for this. Uh, thing. We don't have <laughs> what a lot way to, to end on. Yeah, razor <laughs> blades. Uh, not a lot to, to talk about the off season, but uh, keep checking out the website. Follow us on social media. Always lots of stuff coming up. We'll have more news for you coming up. We're probably going <clears> to <throat> put on an NFL draft party uh, as well. So uh, thanks for listening, and have a great week.